doing out there welcome to this week's episode of now available um the internet's favorite most exciting most uh best (laughs) uh internet show where we talk about movies and streaming services and movies on those said streaming services Mm -hmm. i of course am your host this week uh your old friend rick i am joined by my my friend here, Adam. Adam, <laughs> hi. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? No, what's up, man? What's new? Um, not too much. Oh, I did find out that you know the short you saw the basketball one that mm-hmm. I showed you. Yeah, I won some sort of award for it. No shit. Through, it's called like the Wallachai International Film Festival or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was called like the diamond award don't know exactly what it means what that's fucking better than the bronze award or the gold award yeah hell yeah way to go man thank you that thing is pretty dope i like when i watched it i was like oh is it gonna say anything and like i like that it's like really dark like i don't know i thought it was fucking cool apparently everyone else did too if you won Mm -hmm. hell yeah so do they are they gonna send you something like a like a plaque maybe i I don't know (laughs) All I know is that I won something, and that's pretty much about all that I've been able to find out. <laughs> that's so cool. Hell yeah, dude. That's fucking sick. Um, it's it's cool that we're talking about uh, Prince of Persia, the movie this week, because like last week was when the game got announced, uh, the okay. remake of Sands of Time. So I was like, oh hell yeah, that's like perfect timing, and. Okay, have you ever watched um, All Gas, No Breaks? Nope. Okay. Never heard of that. Okay. It's a dude on YouTube, and he goes to, like, different fucking whacked-out events, like FurryCon, uh, the AVN Awards, um, like, like, rocket launches and shit, and he, like, interviews people there. And, like, they're all genuine people, uh, but they're just also bizarre so we're watching it uh i was watching a bunch of their videos last night and as i'm watching it i'm like i would love to be able to see the timeline of like people's lives and like the one decision that leads them down a different path you know what i mean like right like he's talking to this kid and they're at some like uh music festival and this kid is like He's just fucking out there. Like, <laughs> like his brain, he's something else. Um, right. He's on some sort of drugs or whatever. Uh, and he's just going on and on. And I'm like, I would love to have seen, like, what decision led him to becoming who he is. And then in this movie, you kind of get to see that, like, that's, like, the whole basis of the movie. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, how fucking, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yeah, so if you didn't know, this week we are talking about Prince of Persia 2010. Uh, starring, oh, it's 2010, okay. Yeah, starring the legendary Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I think I think Jake Gyllenhaal was already, like, well-known at this point. Yeah, because he'd done, like, Brokeback Mountain and Donnie Darko and Oh, yeah, okay, so, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, like, unlike Conan, where, like, Jason Momoa, that's, like, his big introduction, like... <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal already has that. Like people know who he is before this right. movie. Well, yeah, but he hasn't been like a movie star yet. Is the thing mm-hmm. he hasn't reached like that that level of success because mm-hmm. it's still before Nightcrawlers. Before it's after Zodiac. It's after Brokeback Mountain. It's after Donnie Darko. Um, I'm trying to think of other Jake Gyllenhaal movies, but um, I think those are the main ones. Let's see. What do we got here? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Click on Jake Gyllenhaal. Here we go. Number one on the call sheet. We got yeah, Nightcrawler 2014. Mm-hmm. Brokeback Mountain was 2005. Yep. Uh, Dying Darko was 2001. Yep. That seems weird. Uh, I feel like that movie is way older than that. 2001? Uh-huh. It feels like a 90s movie for sure. Yeah. Right, 2001 is pretty close to the 90s, but still. Like... I mean, yeah. Oh, so yeah, he had done a lot of movies before this. 
Jarhead, that was the other one. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Um Day After Tomorrow. Bubble Boy, who can fucking forget that one? Apparently us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Um But yeah, so I like that uh he was already well known. This wasn't like I feel like this kind of movie is this is your first like chance to show what you have. Kind of like in Conan, like Oh, can he yeah. be an action star? Like, can he pull it off? Yeah, that's um, exactly what they're showing with this, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh-huh. Uh, same thing with um, uh, Henry Cavill in uh, Immortals. In which one? one? Immortals. It's like uh, it's like a three hundred. Oh, okay. He, I think I know what you're like, talking about now. Just fucking super buff, but you don't know it's Henry Cavill. Like, you don't know what he's gonna become. Right. Um, right. At least I get the same feeling. So yeah, he was in it. Um, ben Kingsley was in it, and I totally forgot. Yeah. And like, oh, so I guess what is your what is your history with um, Prince of Persia, the movie, and or the video game? So my history with Prince of Persia, is, for those two mediums, is pretty much nothing. My <laughs> my, so my my reference point to Prince of Persia was that I remember they came out with Legos around the time this movie came out. This oh. movie has Lego sets based on it. Oh hell yeah! I haven't gone back and looked at them, but mm-hmm. I, that's like my main touchstone. Is I remember ha- or the Legos coming out and those like looking pretty cool. Right, Let's see if I can look up Lego set. Oh, you type in Lego, and the first one that showed up was Prince of Persia. Why? Oh my god! Is it fucking listening to me? Probably. Um, we got, yeah, Prince of Persia: The Fight for the Dagger review, of. Okay. Oh, so you got yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal on the box. There's yep. six sets. It stands the time. This is kind of cool. Yeah, these are actually cool sets. I'm going to bring them up to show the people. Yeah, bring them up. So, is it slowly loads for me to bring it up to show the people? The kids at home. All right. They don't want to know. It's loading. Okay. A JavaScript yeah. error occurred in the main process. <laughs> so we can see it. Um, so you can see it? Yeah, it just looks like a really weird... So we see the Battle of Amma, Amma, Amma Mutt, Alamut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like the very end thing. Ben Kingsley's up here at the top here. That's so sick. <laughs> there's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's actually a really nice looking Lego set. Um, then there's this one with the snake dude and her mm-hmm. and the Prince of Persia with the rock thing the and sands the of time the sands of time yeah <laughs> the rock thing <laughs> you would totally never believe that i watched this movie last night <laughs> <laughs> i okay here's what i'm i'm offended by with these lego sets they look cool they look very like i don't know compared to the ones now they seem simple right okay here we go the fucking ostrich. Oh, they should all have ostriches, not camels. Right, yeah. You see, what? Two camels in the movie, I think? Yeah, there, you see more horses than you do camels. And so I think you this... see... Oh, okay, we there's need the ostrich horse... race one. Okay, so here's this one. It's got the two, like, shadow people in it. Oh, yeah, the assassins or whatever. Yeah, the assassins, not the <laughs> assassins. Um, then we got the ostrich races with okay. two ostriches. That's, all right, I need that one. Okay, and then there's this guy here with the camel, where they're escaping the city. Mm-hmm. Then there's that one with the sands of time and the booby traps. The big rock. I, the <laughs> fucking, the booby traps are so funny. I think these stairs here are supposed to be the arrows that they throw under the wall. Okay, so I think... That's his brother, I think. When I was watching this, I was trying to, like, remember all of the, like, the video game stuff. Like, what... Like, what parts do they reference in the video game? Right. Um, and I think the only... Besides, like, the main mechanic, which is the sand, where you can go back in time. So if you, like, fucking fall off a cliff or something, you can rewind it. The part where he's jumping across, like, the beams that are sticking out of the walls. I remember mm-hmm. doing that a lot in the game. I don't remember the, the assassins in the game, which I'm sure they're a big part. But we also played it... 10 plus years ago like 
it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really remember. I don't remember any of the characters other than uh, Daston or whatever Daston. But even yeah. then, I didn't realize that was his name. Like, <laughs> I don't remember that being his name in the in the video game. I'm sure it is, but for whatever reason, I couldn't remember it. You can get the Lego Prince of Persia, um, the ostrich race for twenty ninety nine on eBay, new in box. Somebody out there, and you're watching this, send me that ostrich. I will build it live on on live on cam. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably take fifteen seconds. Fucking. All right. So who else was in this that we? Uh... So the Ben Kingsley thing really. That uh surprise me he's like ron perlman for this movie yeah yeah there's gonna be a lot of parallels between those two movies (laughs) he he is the ron perlman of this movie for sure um i think those are the only two really notable uh people right right yeah because we don't like the woman that plays tamina she's a uh bond girl oh really from quantum of solace yeah Oh, she was also in Clash of the Titans. Yep. And so another movie that came out in 2010 along the same lines as Prince of Persia. Another, like, right. fantasy movie. Um, yeah, I think that really narrows it down for those people. Yeah, there yeah. isn't too many too many major, major stars that come out of, that came out of Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other dude that I recognize, though. Um, I think it's Tuss, his brother. Um, he's in one of, I think he's in one of the Underworld movies. Oh, okay. That would make sense. I gotta, sounds right. I gotta look for it. I think it's it. Um, it's not that guy. It's not that guy. Sheik, no. No. Yarsiv. Who, what's his brother's name? The one that's gonna be the king. Is that Tusk? Uh, it might be. I think it's Tuss, but I I have no idea. Because when I click on his picture, it doesn't look like the dude that I think it is. Let me see. Richard Coyle. Sheffield, Yorkshire, England. Known for. Can we see all of his movies? Actor. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Born to Kill, Fall Collection, Cross. These are all TV shows. Where the fuck are his movies? Alright, so maybe it's not this dude. Damn it. It looked just like him. Alright, so... Okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, so here's the thing that I thought was kind of surprising when I just looked it up. Um, the... The budget? Did you look at this? No, I didn't, I didn't look anything up really about the movie. Okay. So the budget was an estimated two hundred million dollars. Wow, that's fucking insane. That's uh, a lot of money. Opening weekend for uh, the thirtieth of May, twenty ten, they made thirty million dollars. Gross across uh, the U.S. was ninety million, and then cumulative worldwide gross was three hundred thirty-six million. Wow, so it kind of made its money. Made its money back. Yeah. Depending on the marketing budget. Yeah. Also, this is in 2010 money, but, like, that's a lot of fucking money for this movie. I know, yeah. I thought it would have lost money, if I'm being honest. It yeah. seems like what, what would have happened. I've just been like, nope. Because I think, if I remember, that I don't remember if Prince of Persia was, like, a really, like, uh, big property at the time. Like, I remember, yeah, I have no idea. I remember playing the games on GameCube. Um, Why did I think those were PlayStation exclusive? Oh, I don't know. Well, we can look it up. But I do remember playing it on GameCube. Unless I'm fucking all jacked up. Let's see. Prince. Uh, oh, shit. Persia. Game. Let's just save GameCube. Yeah, Sands of Time. Uh, oh, wait, no, just kidding. That's the other one. Yeah, here it is. 2003. Wow. 
Yep, Nintendo GameCube 2003 disc only. It's on eBay for 10 bucks. Interesting. So, but there was a bunch of them too. There was like uh, Two Thrones, Prince of Persia, War with Warrior Within, and so these are all on GameCube. Yeah, I knew there was a good amount of them, and they stopped kind of making Prince of Persia games when uh, Assassin's Creed came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much the, my main knowledge about it. There are bits and pieces in the movie that feel like they would fit into an Assassin's Creed movie. Oh my god, yeah. Yep. When, yep. He, when he jumps off of the thing, like when he's standing on And he on does that, the flip. Yeah, that beam. Yeah. yeah. Like very he, Assassin's that, Creed. Yeah, there's many moments in here that feel like they could have been Assassin's Creed for sure. Oh, alright. So, um, how'd you feel about the movie? What'd you think? Did you like it? Did you hate it? I... I rather enjoyed the movie. I thought there's some stuff that's cheesy and like over the top and definitely like a 2010, 2011 film for sure. Mm. But like I overall, like I really enjoy this movie um, compared to <laughs> compared to what else we've watched. Um, like a, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal had a pretty good performance in it. Um, uh, the Ben Kingsley was pretty good. The story's a little predictable, but <laughs> you kind of get it. Um, and then I like the the whole uh, the sli Valley of the Slaves thing, too. That was pretty funny with the ostrich. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And Doc Doc running them and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So overall, I really like the movie. How, how about you? How do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I, I really liked it, too. Um, I thought it was like it, it kind of surprised me. <clears> I, right, I, yeah. I definitely remember watching it. Because I remember Jake Gyllenhaal, and I remember, like, oh, this is the big thing because it's a Prince of Persia. Like, oh, we love those games. We need to watch the movie. Right. But I don't think I've watched it in 10 years. Like, probably when it came out was the last time I watched it. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not, uh, you know, one of, like, oh, this is my favorite video game movie. I watch this one all the time. Uh, but I think it's a good, uh, I think it's just a good movie. Kind of like the Tomb Raider movie, the one that just came out. Like, I thought that Actually, was just... I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay okay it's, it's like the same idea like it's it's not directly tied to the games or like uh a recreation of the game so it's mm -hmm. just like a it's just a good movie um right. yeah I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was a lot better than conan which is like the main thing that you have to compare it to yeah that's that's what we've got on this show is conan and uh <laughs> Conan and uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah, so it's definitely because my... they're very similar. <laughs> it is weirdly similar, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I do. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Oh, I think the story. I think it was predictable. Maybe I just wasn't paying. I was watching it. Maybe it was just kind of like glazed over. But I think when he realizes what's happening, I think that caught me off guard. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. what a fucking cool concept. Like, so if you didn't watch the movie, well, you should have watched the movie. But if you didn't, I'm about to spoil it. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So when he, when the Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal, realizes what his uncle is doing or, like, why he wants the dagger to go back in time, like, so fucking far so he can, like, let the lion kill his brother and not save him so that he could become right. king. It was like a fucking light bulb went off. I was like, holy shit, duh. Like, it makes perfect fucking sense. Right, exactly. And then the part when they're at the Santa time and they have the thing in there and they pull it out, it's like, that's a perfect setup because that was like the whole point of the movie was he wanted to do that, like, to go back. But now, because he yanked it out too soon, they go back to when he first finds it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm, right. it, it could have gone back a half an hour or, or like a week or whatever, but I like that it went to that point yeah that point specifically yeah i think that i i definitely like that kind of twist where it's like oh the uncle like you know the uncle's bad you kind of you kind of get it mm -hmm. um part way through the movie but they don't explain it till later like the yeah, the reasoning behind it once you get there i think that's it's a really cool cool interesting idea especially like the way it plays out in the end and stuff mm -hmm. yeah i i thought that was really cool um it gives it a little like depth too because it's like mm -hmm. it's not so oh he's the bad guy we know he's the bad guy 
he's doing bad things because he's yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, he's doing a bit. When I watched it, so I watched it in two parts because I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> I have this up. I, I turned this on at like one o'clock in the morning to like start watching it. Uh, after I had been up literally all day, I got up at 430 uh, for work. So it's like I, I don't know why I did that. Um, <laughs> so I, I started watching it. I fell asleep. I started like just from the beginning because I had only gotten like probably ten minutes into it, and I totally forgot where I was going with this. What was I talking about? Oh, you watch it in two parts or something? <laughs> Fuck! I had a, damn it! I had a point I was trying to make and I fucking forgot where I was going with it. I don't know. Oh my god! What an idiot! Shit! <laughs> I totally forgot where I was going. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. That's terrible. What a terrible feeling. Yeah. That sucks when you're like just trying to think of something and you just can't. It's just not working. I was literally talking about it. And then I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> my brain is fried. Oh, oh, okay. I totally remember. Okay, I remember. So when I was watching it, I couldn't figure out why they were, like, what the reasoning was that they were attacking the city. And at first you don't like, like, you know it because they, they're like, oh, they have forges. They're making weapons or whatever. And they're selling them off. I had totally forgot that happened. So when I was watching it and uh, like, I'm like, why the fuck are they, what are they doing there? What's their whole point for being there? And I thought it was bad guy doing bad things. Like that was their whole reason. Hmm. No, it was because they, you know, they were led to believe that they're building weapon or making weapons and selling them off or whatever. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so from that point on, like, the, they think that's going on, and then they meet the princess, and the one brother's like, she will be my next wife, and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. that's the dude that has tons and tons and tons of wives. Yeah, what the and, fuck? And she doesn't want to, but Jake Gyllenhaal has the dagger, so she she does for the sake of her people, so she can get close to Jake Gyllenhaal and get the dagger. And so they... The brothers endlessly like searching the city. He uh, and Jake Gyllenhaal gets the robe, takes it to the king. The king's dead. The king dies because of the robe. After Jake Gyllenhaal is promised the the woman to be his wife. That was another it's... part that kind of like threw me off because I, I maybe I wasn't paying attention or something. But he like has the robe on. What the fuck is in the robe that's burning him? It's, it was like cursed or something like that. Oh, I okay. Think. So I was, yeah, I was watching. I was like, why did he just take that fucking thing off? Wouldn't he? <laughs> but like they yeah, try to yeah. get off and then they do but he still dies i was like what the what could possibly be inside of it that's like causing him to be burned up acid uh, magic yeah <laughs> <laughs> or, or acid or whatever yeah and so from there the 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 couple goes on the run and uh Jake Gyllenhaal discovers this dagger. It's no ordinary dagger. It's a magic dagger <laughs> that can turn back time. This is no ordinary dagger. That uses not ordinary sand. So he's able to press down, hold it, go back in time, up to a minute. And this woman's the protector of the dagger. And so... I think that's another mechanic from the, uh, from the game, was the amount of time you could go backward. Right. But obviously, besides the the whole fucking thing of pressing it and going backwards to begin with, but the amount of time. Um, but I can't, I can't remember. I do like, yeah, I, I like how it looked like that effect was really cool. Right. Yeah. That was really cool. It, it, it's very reminiscent of what they do in, uh, end game. Oh, the, like mm -hmm. the Hulk stuff or the different things like that, mm -hmm. which is really cool. You see them like him, like go back and like, kind of like move backwards and then yeah. like reopen his body and stuff like that and they use that mechanic to such such cool effects because mm -hmm. they use it like they use it like three different times or so in particular three or four because they have the one where like she's trying to get away from him and steal the dagger but they uh -huh. use it and he finds out then they use it to what was the second one i know they fight the snakes i don't think that yeah was... this that the snakes i think was the second one mm -hmm. um because they have the sand and he uses it like to go back in time to fight the snakes and actually fight them off which that was actually really cool 
Yeah. Because the way they use the dagger is su- just such a cool idea. Because even like, because they even use it where Jake Gyllenhaal just stabs himself in the chest to prove to his brother that it is a magic dagger, and the brother mm-hmm. takes the dagger, presses the button, and they go back, and Jake Gyllenhaal's alive and stuff like that. So that's really really cool. And then the brother dies. Yeah. What the fuck? He goes back to save Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, hey, like, look at this is how this thing fucking works. And then he ends up dying because of it. Right. Yeah. It, it's pretty. It's kind of um, um, the, one of the comments. Uh, so I was watching. This is like one of the only ones I've watched for our show with Paige, mm-hmm. my fiance. And uh, she's like, he just he just doesn't mourn his brothers. He's just like, oh, there goes another one. <laughs> he just goes on with his life. <laughs> his two brothers die in a matter of like, I don't know, probably an hour from each other or two. The one, like that. Yeah, his brother, his first brother gets fucking stabbed or shot with the arrows. Or yeah, like with the arrows. The little dagger things. All he had to do was fucking stick his head out the door and be like, oh, there's like a big gas cloud. Everybody's dead. But instead he walks out and then immediately gets shot in the chest. Like multiple times. Yeah. Why did he walk all the way outside? Right. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I, if it was me, I wouldn't have done no. that. Nope. <laughs> I would have got, I would have got shot in the head instead. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do like that. They don't use the dagger too much. Right. Yeah. They use it. Like I said, four times because mm-hmm. the, the last one, after like he stabs himself, the last one is when they actually go to the sands of time and stick the dagger in the bottle, and then like it shoots it back to like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I I thought that was cool because you could have used it for every situation. Right, exactly. Um, but even, she only had that like little vial. Of yeah, sand, which is like... cool that there's only that little amount that mm-hmm. you can use. How did she get that sand though? Where did it come from? She. She used the dagger to open the thing and took some of the sand out because she was one of the guardians. Did so she for go whatever down reason, she had... into where the fucking booby traps were? Like she went down there and just grabbed some. I think in the um, since she is the guardian, she um was able to travel down there whenever she needed to, before like the whole thing collapsed on them. Okay. Or something like that. That's I... what it seems like anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think my only beef with it, like, I like I really enjoyed the whole thing, like from start to finish. Like, I really had no problem with it. the The one thing that did stick out to me though was in that last scene where, no, not the very last scene, but like toward the end of the movie, like the climax part where they're they're walking, the booby trap thing happens. Or I guess it's not even a booby. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> where all the sand is like falling down, we're like cascading down this giant like cliff or whatever. Jake Gyllenhaal is making these, like, giant leaps. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. But it seems like this is a new area that no one's ever been to before. Like, he's in some sort of, like, ruin. It falls through a trap door. He comes out. Like, the amount, like, the events happened in a certain way. Like, he would have only gotten there one, one way, right? He comes through the doorway, and there's a fucking ninja, like, waiting for him. <laughs> like, how did he get down there? I know that was that was another question. It's like, where did he come from? How did he do that? What's what's going on yeah, here? Uh, I under okay. I get that they have like mystical powers or whatever, and they're right. like, you know, what whatever. But there's no fucking way he could have just appeared. No, he was waiting for him. So how did how did he get down there first? How did he know Jake Gyllenhaal was going to come through that doorway, right? Because like. Any if had anything yeah. happened differently, he would have been in a different location. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my only beef with it. Um, yeah, some of the like some of the CGI I wasn't a big fan of, but like overall, I I the, the movie is really enjoyable mm-hmm. if predictable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't um yeah, I really I really had no problems with it. I liked it. Uh, yeah, like I said, through and through. Um, just that one part that is literally the only thing that stuck out to me Uh, yeah oh and that one like weird editing thing when he was running across he's like trying to escape the city and he's like jumping across like these like posts right yeah yeah that's a weird yeah so he's like he's like cutting it and he's running this direction and then they show him flipping onto a horse that's this direction yeah there's like off 
there's like some weird sequences of different cutting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so that's really weird. Yeah, that was it. Really. Those are really it. Like, unlike Conan, where everything was like, why the fuck did they do that? Why is it yeah. like this? <laughs> yeah, this one's like at least cohesive mm-hmm. in a way that like makes it an entertaining story and like has like cool and unique action and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I thought the fighting was cool throughout it. Like, it didn't look, um, I don't know, it didn't, nothing looked weird about it. Like, everything looked very... Right, yeah, it seemed natural. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was weird about it? I think, honestly, like, I really, I really enjoyed this, enjoyed watching this movie. I think there's a lot of, like, good things in it mm-hmm. compared to, like, some of the other ones we watch where there's a lot of, like, egregious stuff. Yeah, yeah, in comparison to everything else we've watched, this is definitely the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I guess my other question would be when, in that last scene, uh, Ben Kingsley is coming down on like a pulley. Did they? So maybe when she goes down to the sands of time or whatever, you know, she's got her little tunnels and paths and stuff that lead her down. They just right. built directly above it and then like drilled down. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that's that's possible. That's kind of what it seems like almost. Mm-hmm. Because they show him, yeah. they're just, like, lowering his ass in, and he's, like, right next to it the whole time. Right. So he has, like, you know, quick access to it or whatever. Right, but yeah. But if, if that were the case, too, why didn't he just stab it at the top? Why did he have to right, go to the yeah. base of it <laughs> to do that? Yeah, that doesn't make sense uh, for that piece there. Oh. Yeah, but... Why were why my, my one of my other questions were why were they called assassins? Why weren't they just called assassins? Oh, I, I think that probably a Disney from, thing, or is that from the games? I think that's like a historical thing. I think it's. Oh like, really? Yeah, I think that assassin comes from. If I remember correctly, it's something to do with like these people that would sit up in the mountains and like smoke hash. <laughs> and then they would come down and, like, they were, like, mercenaries or whatever. And I think that's where Assassin comes from. It's like, but then again, I'm not, I could be wrong. I was right about the GameCube that's thing, fair. so maybe I'm right. Yeah, it could be, yeah. That could be another one we can look up. Yeah. Assassins. I am, like, I don't remember it being a Disney movie to begin with. Looking to, maybe they acquired it. That That could be. But, like, when I looked at the Lego sets and stuff like that, it's all over the packaging and everything. Oh, it says Disney on it? Oh. I really don't yeah, remember it being a Disney movie. Yeah, I don't know, because it's definitely not Fox acquired it. But I'm pretty sure, like, Disney actually made it, because I think it says, like, Disney's Prince of Persia or something like that on multiple things. Oh. So I think it's, like, a almost like a John Carter of Mars sort of sort of deal. That's I never watched that movie, but it has a very similar feel to it, right? Right, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but that's what I think, yeah. It's, it's a lot like that. I think your video's gone. I, I'm i frozen, yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Even you... my video's frozen. I don't know what's it's just me happening. Um, this is nothing new for us. If you remember no. to the first episode, where I disappeared. Right. All right, so let's do our like final thoughts. I think you you can go ahead, speak your piece. <laughs> okay, so overall, I really like uh, the Prince of Persia. There's a lot of good stuff, and I think Jake Gyllenhaal is weird of a movie as it is. He gives a great performance in it, like usual. I think um, I love the uh, like the production design stuff like that. The CGI, obviously, being a 2010 movie, isn't the greatest. Um, and I really like kind of like the twist of why the uncle wants to get the uh, uh, the dagger in the sands of time and how he's behind it all and even like the invasion and stuff and how how like the whole movie wraps up and the assassins like as weird as like a name as the assassins are like you said it might be historically accurate I don't know but it's um like their design and stuff like that's really cool with the different weapons and all that sort of stuff and um, I also really like at the end when the the one brother like actually offers um, offers uh, what's her name the the lady oh Tamina uh, Tamina he offers uh, Tamina uh, Tamina's hand in marriage to uh, 
excuse me, Jake Gyllenhaal rather than taking it himself like he did the first time, which I think is a really kind of cool, uh, cool thing to do. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I liked all of it. I thought it was cool. Um, I I really do like the end though. I think that's a really cool. Because mm-hmm, even sure. like when you're watching it the first time, it doesn't seem like, or like when you're watching it and they show those like interactions the first time around, they don't seem like out of ordinary. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. They're not so insane. Like, um. You know, oh, we we're gonna kill everybody here, but then oh, we're gonna get a second chance. We're not gonna kill anybody. But it's like, I I don't know. I they're not so different in like a response. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I that's... totally agree though for the movie. Like I like it. I like everything about mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, the I the story I enjoyed. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I enjoy. Um, I think he's mm-hmm. dope. Oh, I, I guess his hair is kind of goofy, but even then, like... yep, yeah, he does have goofy hair. <laughs> it looks like he has. Um... Oh yeah, that was my uh, that was my one big complaint is like his his costume design through most of the movie is like the costume designer. It feels like was just like okay for for Jake Gyllenhaal's outfits, we're just gonna raid Johnny Depp's closet and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna dress him up and uh, do that sort of thing. It does have a piratey feel to it. <laughs> like what there's a the one scene where he falls down and it's like he has like a white blouse or whatever and it's mm. like open you can see his like chest or whatever. He is very piratey looking. Yeah, and I don't even really necessarily mean like Jack Sparrow's outfits. I mean Johnny Depp's real life <laughs> outfits when you see him at like movie premieres and different stuff like that. Just he's always yeah. dressed in these like crazy crazy outfits. I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Just his normal attire, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, it's fun. It's easy. Like, it's not over the top. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not Conan the Barbarian. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. I, I don't know. I, I do like it. Right. Yeah. All right. You want to do the uh, the ranking? Of course. All right, all right. Here we go. So, so to start with, we're gonna do the Disney Plus ranking, but because there's no movies on it, we don't have a graphic. Uh, so, Ricky, where would you like to put Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time on the now available Disney Plus list of movies? For Disney Plus, it's got to be number one. Mm-hmm, for sure. Best movie on the on the platform. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we've got that. Um, and now we come to the 2020 films list, which is the list that you, the audience, sees right now. So we, at number three, we have Conan the Barbarian from 2011. At number two, we have White Mile. And at number one, we have Taxi Driver. So where where does Conan, or not Conan, uh, the, <laughs> where does Conan of Persia uh, <laughs> end up on the uh, now available all-time movie list? All right, this one is going to come as a shock. That's going number one, baby. Number one. We're thinking number one. So we have watched... I think... Yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's a tough call whether or not to put Taxi Driver or uh, The Prince of Persia at number one. I think it's a tough call. Tough call? Because on the one hand, um, Taxi Driver is just such like a well-made movie, mm-hmm. but the story is kind of like crazy where there's certain... Where with like... The Prince of Persia, there's certain stuff with like how the movie's like shot and edited and stuff like that, where it's like you could have done it a little bit better. Um, but like the performance and stuff like that are really cool and stuff like that. But I, I don't know, it's a tough for tough me one? personally, it's a tough one. But I guess so. I guess if I was like, okay, we're gonna go, I think it should go at number two and you go number one, then we don't really have any way of doing it. So I think <laughs> we can, uh, I think regardless, I think I, I'll put it at number one. I'll put it, I'll put Prince of Persia at number one. Yeah. We don't have a, a tiebreaker. A tiebreaker. We have to come up with someone. We can, uh, we'll just have to flip it. End up flipping a coin or something. Yeah. We can flip a coin. Hold on. Let me get one. No, I'm good. We could put Conan the Barbarian at number one. Or you want to put number Conan... one? <laughs> Conan the Barbarian at number one. Persia. Prince of Persia at number one. 
Yeah. It's a for sure number one. So I understand what you're saying about Taxi Driver. Um, but right. I don't. Some I just like enjoyed it through and through better. Um, it's a it's a more fun movie. It's a lot more fun, and that's usually what I'm going for when I'm watching a movie, even if it's like something serious or like scary. Even. It's yeah, like, you want it to have some. Yeah, sort you want to be fun. like you know into it and like you're watching it and you're enjoying it. Um, and of these four, I think this is the one where I was like. When the I, most enjoyed, yeah, the one I was most life. into. Even though I I watched it two times, I started the second time. I started it from the beginning. Right, it wasn't like Conan uh, where I had to again, go back, yeah. yeah, or White Mile where I was like, oh, where did I leave off? I gotta go find it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot better than some of the other ones, and it, it like you said, it's more fun. Taxi Driver's kind of like a slog. Mm-hmm. It's more like a class you'd find in like a film studies or a movie you'd find in a film studies, excuse me, class or something like that. Yeah, it's not something you would just go and throw on. Yeah. Where I could totally see that with this one, like, shit. Sure. If if I was like, oh, what am I gonna do tomorrow morning when I wake up? I gotta put something on TV instead of watching YouTube or Psych or whatever it is that I'm watching. I can oh, I'll throw that on again. It's fun. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, I, I I agree with that. All right, dope. So number number, number one, one it is. Oh yeah, we gotta come up with a good. Uh... <laughs> can you make a wheel? Like a can we do like a like a. Uh, like a random we... spinning generator or something. I don't know if we can actually do that. I could probably find something out, but mm. it might might be pretty pretty difficult. And I assume we're. That would be funny. And I assume we're also doing Prince of Persia for number one on the all time list of. Of of movies we watched this year? Yeah. Or no, just all time list. Oh, the the all time, all time. All Um, time, all time. Yeah, yeah. this this list here. Yeah, those two are pretty pretty similar. Yeah. Um, This one, like I said before, this one's not really going to take. Yeah, it's not until it's not till twenty twenty one uh, that all this stuff will start getting interesting. Start, yeah, she's sure. gonna start getting dicey. Mm, right. Do you want right. to keep it? So let's. I think at that point we should keep it at like top ten. So we're not the all argue, time. Yeah, so we're not arguing like, oh, I think Avatar by James Cameron is fifteenth on the all time, and you're like, no, it's the ninth or whatever. You know what I mean? Or we could. I mean, that might be fun. I think. I think that it would be more fun to do it. Okay. Do all it right. all time. <laughs> like immediately. Hundreds okay. of movies. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my alliances are. Uh, I don't have any alliances. <laughs> yeah. I was like. I mean. I was like. Oh, I said it does sound kind of fun. Yeah. What is the seventy-second best movie we've watched? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, right now we've got. Um, We've come to our final segment of the show where we will determine what will be in the top five movies of all time in this year and top Amazon Prime movie. <laughs> Number one week. Amazon Prime movie. Here we go. So right. if you're if you're new to the show, what we do is every week we we pick a streaming service. This week it's Amazon Prime. We spin the wheel three times to get three uh full-length feature films that aren't documentaries and with that we choose one we watch it and we come back the next week to discuss it um if you'd like to join in comment like do whatever whatever you want to support the show uh so for the wheel spins this this makes me nervous spinning for amazon prime (laughs) but we shall we shall see what happens i am i am afraid the Silent Revolution of Truth. Okay, oh, boy. Spinning it. Well, do we want to count this one in our spins? The documentary? Yeah. No. Start it again. There's a UFO <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, the, in the poster, though. Oh. Okay, let's, let's, let's hang on to this one, then. Okay, Silent Revolution of Truth. Yeah, let's hang on. We might do one. four spins. We might do four spins this time, just because of this this outlier. Yeah. 
Katrina Cop in the Superdome. That's a documentary. <laughs> what the? I can I can like I immediately think of like a like a a trauma verse movie like like it's a cop but he's also like a ninja like Katana from uh, Mortal Kombat and the Superdome <laughs> is like the Thunderdome. Yeah, so this is actually a documentary exploring okay. the experience of a black member of the New Orleans Police Department and assorted other New Orleans residents during Hurricane Katrina. Oh, shit. So it's like for real. <laughs> yeah, it's for real, wow. for real. My brain totally fucked that whole thing up. I, I went somewhere totally different. All right, we're not getting um, that one, though. Romance thriller, Night Tide. Whoa. Night Tide. A sailor falls in love with a carnival girl despite warnings that she is a jinx who brought about the something, something, something. So Night Tide is the, the first, the first, first real one. Pick. Yeah, Night Tide. Okay. Now for spin number two. Here we go. We shall get out. Simply Bluegrass. Nope. Damn, a lot of documentaries on this one. Catherine upside down. During a party at her mother's house, wannabe fashionista Catherine discovers the plumber hired to fix the toilet is the. <laughs> I want to read what stops. That's where it stops. Uh, um, to fix the toilet is the biological biological father she never met. Her world turned <laughs> upside down. She goes on a lengthy and topsy turn journey to journey to find herself. Catherine upside down. Oh my god. So is that our second official pick? Yeah. And then not without my daughter. Oh yikes. An American woman trapped in Islamic Iran by her brutish husband must find a way to escape with her daughter. So there's that one, Catherine upside <laughs> Catherine, Catherine upside down. Upside down. And not, not without my daughter. This is tough. This, this is tough for sure. This is the toughest one, no doubt. Because we don't really have any, know anything or have any uh, sort of preconceptions about any of these movies. No, this one's going to be very, uh... Yeah. First time going into all all of those. I've never seen anything right. even close to those. Um, Trying to look up more about Night Tide. That, yeah, the Alien documentary is the most interesting. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that one we would actually like enjoy watching. But okay. it's also a documentary. Right. Well, the Night Tide... Is a 1961 American fantasy film, sometimes considered to be uh, uh, written and directed by Curtis Arrington and featuring Dennis Hoffer is a, in his first starring role. It was filmed in 1960, premiered in 1961, but was held for general release until 1963. The film's title was inspired by some lines from Edgar Allan Poe's Annabelle Lee. I, I don't know. I'm honestly leaning towards Catherine upside down. Really, Catherine upside down? What What were you thinking? Ah, it's fucking tough, man. I guess I yeah. Feel like Catherine upside down or Night Tide. Yeah, those would be my my two. Right. Let's look up Let's more about there. Catherine upside down because that one. Okay, it honestly doesn't sound that bad. It It seems modern. I don't know. <laughs> oh, at least modern enough, like. Night Tide was what you said, sixty six or something. Sixty one, yeah. Oh, Joe, Jesus. What do you got? Anything? How long? I'm just is it? reading it. Oh. It's. It's written, directed, and stars Allie Locus, 
Uh, it's got a 6.8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an hour and a half. Okay. Oh, 2019? Yeah. A movie that's one year old versus a movie that's almost 60. Holy crap, that is almost 60 years old. Yeah. What about Night Tide? Oh, Night Tide's in black and white? No fucking way, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that it would take me two years to watch that whole thing. The cover art is fucking dope, though. Mm -hmm. I really do like that. That looks so cool. The purple and the yellow. That looks awesome. Right. Yeah, I'm good with Captain Upside Down, man. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, I'm the other one. Night Tide, that would be us. Woo, boy. <laughs> Watch that in like 15 minute increments. So, next week. For the show, everybody's got to go to Amazon Prime and watch Catherine Upside Down. And we'll be here to talk about it on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and now even Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, dude. I'm not under now available. <laughs> under not available. <laughs> These, we only watch movies you have to rent or that you can't find. We only watch movies that we find at flea markets on VHS. <laughs> oh, if, uh, if there was a weird cut just now, it was because we were talking about a secret plan for upcoming episodes in the month of October. Ooh. Secret. Um, so uh, I, of course, can be found uh, at Ritz Khalifa on pretty much every uh, platform. Uh... Uh, including TikTok, you can see all my Fortnite videos. <laughs> uh, Adam, where can the people find you? They can find me at Howard AK88 on Instagram and Twitter, and Starroom Studios on both Instagram and Twitter. Hell yeah! All right, that is it for us. Thank you for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Uh, like, give us a good rating, or please give us a good rating. Um, Mint Mobile, if you're out there, I'm looking for that sponsorship. Uh, Prince of Persia Lego set. Looking for that sponsorship. Um, all right. Well, this has been now available, and we will see you next week. Bye bye. If you ever wanted to make a podcast but run into a roadblock when trying to get it out into the world, now you don't have to worry about that with Anchor. Anchor is a completely free service that can get your podcast on platforms from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Now there are even creation tools that allow you to make your podcast all in one place right on Anchor's website. They give you the opportunity to make money through Anchor, no matter the size of your listenership. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today and put your podcast out into the world. Now available. Now available.